For the first time this year, the Mariners will see an Astros team that is more or less at full strength while they head into Houston a bit banged up. At the very least, some reinforcements seem to be on the way for Seattle in the coming days and weeks. Let's talk about it here on the Locked On Mariners podcast. Colby, hit it. You are Locked On Mariners, your daily Seattle Mariners podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Ahoy, sailors. It is Friday, August 18th, 2023. This is Tidding as Ellis and Colby Patnode for the Locked On Mariners podcast brought to you by Sleeper. Swing for the fences on Sleeper picks and you can win up to 100 times your money. Download the Sleeper app and use promo code Locked On. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. And you'll get up to $100 matched on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. Currently operational in over 30 states. Check out Sleeper today. Thank you so much for making us your first listen, subscribe, like, and turn on alerts if you're watching on YouTube, or subscribe and leave a five-star review on your preferred podcast platform if you like what you hear. And if you're part of the crew and rock with us every single day, let us know in the comments below. And if you want to hear from us even more, please consider signing up for our Patreon. You can now get a free seven-day trial. Check out the show. The link as well as our social accounts is in the description of this episode on the show today we'll go over some positive injury updates for the mariners and get you set for this weekend series against the astros which of course you can catch on the mariners hometown broadcast sirius xm via the sxm app as always uh colby let's start with these injury updates jerry depoto hopped on the radio uh yesterday on 710 seattle sports and gave some updates on jp crawford jerry kelnick and brian Wu. we'll start with crawford who continues to approve uh, according to DePoto, and uh, could possibly get into a game this weekend for high A Everett. And if that goes well, uh, he could join the Mariners as soon as Sunday's series finale against the Astros or uh, at the very least against the White Sox starting Monday. Obviously, with uh, concussions, you got to take this very seriously. You got to take this very delicately. You got to be very smart with this. Uh, so don't want to jump to any assumptions here that you're going to get JP back soon, but that would be a massive, massive boost for the Mariners, right? He'd help. I mean, you know, Caballero has done a good job offensively of kind of, you know, replacing uh, what JP brought to the table. But uh, yeah, anytime you can add a, I don't know, what is JP up to? 125? WRC plus anytime you can add that type of bat back to your lineup. Uh, yeah, that, that helps. So, uh, yeah, getting JP back is huge. He's also, you know, the kind of on field captain and, 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 uh, he carries tremendous value in the clubhouse as well. So yeah, there's really, I mean, obviously there's no downside to getting JP back and, and you add, hopefully he can pick up where he left off offensively. Uh, and then right now you have Julio really, really going, you would have JP going, um, you know, Caballero's probably earned a few more opportunities at second going forward. Uh, so yeah, it'd be nice to obviously have JP back and, and, you know, add another lefty, uh, to your lineup. Um, you know, I assume he'd come back and he'd hit first or second, uh, probably back in the leadoff spot, but you have to see how these things go. You never know. You could be feeling really good one day and then the next day, not so good. And so you never know when you kind of have to like restart these, these things. So uh, yeah, hopefully he can clear it, uh, in the next few, he can get cleared in the next few days and then he can avoid, uh, you know, any kind of setbacks. Uh, but like you said, it's, it's a concussion. You just never know, uh, how he's going to react or how he's going to respond to these things. So, 
uh, yeah, obviously it's, it would be huge to get JP back uh, if for no other reason than uh, he's a stabilizing force at, at shortstop. And we have seen what three or four errors in the, in the week that he's been out. Um, so yeah, yeah. Having JP back will help a lot. It'll help the offense. It'll help the defense. Um, and you know, it, it pushes guys like Caballero and more into roles that they are much better suited uh, to perform yeah. in. So uh, yeah, having JP back would, would help a lot, but you know, until I see him in the lineup for a couple days in a row, I, I, I'm going to be a little bit hesitant uh, to consider him fully back. It's just such a unique injury. Yeah, guys like Caballero have uh, thankfully helped pick up the slack offensively, uh, but defensively, this team has really missed JP over the last week. So that would be a massive boost uh, for this team, especially if they're able to get him back for that last game against the Astros, uh, which we're going to, of course, talk about a little bit later on in the show. Uh, So Jared Kelnick has been relieved of the protective boot on his fractured left foot as of yesterday. That is also from Jerry himself. Uh, Jerry says that Kelnick is down in Arizona right now tracking pitches off a pitch machine and uh, still on track for that early September return that DePoto set for him uh, back when the injury was first sustained. Um, so w- with Kelnick, I-, I think it's fair to, to um, go into this and not necessarily expect anything other than you know whatever you get from him as a bonus right colby yeah it's it's you know what we said the mariners should expect from kelnick back in july as you know justification why they should make more moves but whatever um so yeah i I think the idea that you should expect kelnick to give you 100 plate appearances in, in the month of september you should expect him to be able to play you know 18 of the last 20 games or whatever. I, I, maybe he can, he's maybe it's possible, I suppose, but I don't think you should expect it. I think you should plan. Uh, you should plan like Kelnick isn't going to give you a single at bat the rest of the year and then just be pleasantly surprised, uh, when he does. And, you know, one of the other things to consider with the foot injury is, you know, how much, like, is there a weight management problem? And what I mean by that is like, can he play in the outfield every day when he comes back or, does he have to DH uh, primarily? Uh, what what can he do? Uh, is he going to be? Is his running going to be affected? Like, what can Kelnick? What can his body manage as he works his way back through this injury? And you know, again, something else to keep in mind: top of the foot or, or the foot. Yeah, you hit a lot of foul balls off your foot. Uh, so you know, is he in danger of re-injuring, uh, you know, refracturing or, or whatever uh, the foot if he you know plays in the outfield three days in a row, or if he, you know, fouls the ball off his foot, like, like, is he, is the foot structurally sound? And again, I'm not a doctor, you're not a doctor. And so it's up to the, the professionals to determine what he can and can't do physically. But I think the best way to look at Kelnick is that any at bat he gives you is a bonus because, you know, even with Kelnick's struggle over the last few months, he was starting to get a little, look a little better uh, before the injury, but um, even if it is that Kelnick from the last few months, he's still going to give you a better shot than Mike Ford and, and probably Dom Canzone and honestly, Cade Marlowe, who, you know, no shade to Cade. He's been uh, really good uh, replacing Jared. No shade to Cade. There you go. And uh, so he's been good replacing Jared and he probably deserves a spot on this roster uh, regardless of the rosters. Ex- when the rosters expand, he Cade Marlowe is one of your 26 best guys. So yeah, but yeah, I, I, for me, like I'm not counting on Jared to, 
you know, give me anything. And then whatever he does give me is going to be a nice little bonus and lengthens that lineup. And, and it'd be a, a real, you know, a real good bonus if he came back because the Mariners need some left-handed power uh, in this lineup and they're not getting it from Mike Ford anymore. That, that little fun experiment is over. Uh, and so really right now it's, it's kind of just Cal uh, is providing the power from the left side. Uh, and so, you know, getting uh, a guy like Kelnick back, assuming you can get him back uh, would be huge. And he'd lengthen the lineup because he, he's going to hit what sixth, fifth, sixth, seventh, somewhere in that range. Right. Um, and we start, when you add JP back to this lineup and hopefully you add Kelnick back to this lineup, you can look at a lineup one through nine and say, yeah, that that's a legitimately, you know, above average lineup. Lastly, Brian Wu uh, threw a 30-pitch bullpen yesterday uh, at Kauffman Stadium, and he is on track to return to the team for the White Sox series, which again starts on Monday. Uh, we don't know how the bullpen went, so obviously him returning is dependent on how he looked, but it uh, seems so far on from the outside looking in that he is fine, that he's well on his way back. We saw him throwing the football around a couple days ago in the outfield at Kauffman Stadium as well, which is part of his normal uh, routine. So um, Jerry said that once Wu returns to the rotation, that they're essentially going to employ some form of a six-man rotation. Uh, we'll talk about that in a little bit, but first I just want to get your thoughts on you know, what to expect from Wu the rest of the way. Yeah. Um you know, you hope this is a phantom IL type of thing, but until you mm. see him pitch, you don't know. And and the designation of, I think it was forearm fatigue or, or uh, arm fatigue or whatever, that's that's concerning considering that he has set a career high at innings pitched and he is fairly recently coming off of a Tommy John surgery. So, um, yep. you know, as for how effective he can be, I don't know. He was pretty hit or miss before he went on the IL. Um, but... We, we know what his, his ceiling is at this stage uh, of his career. We've seen it uh, against the Angels. We've seen it against a few other teams, but we've also seen him kind of implode uh, against, you know, in some other outings. So tough to say one way or the other uh, how, you know, how uh, how much you should trust Wu, but he is definitely better at this stage of his career than Emerson Hancock. Um, he might be better than Bryce Miller too, so. Uh, obviously it's, it's a big deal to get Brian Wu back, uh, you know, whether it's in the rotation right away or if it's, you know, he's the bulk guy and, and like Hancock's opening or, or whatever Jerry means when he says six man rotation, um, Wu's a guy who is one of your 13 best pitchers and, uh, is one of your five best starters. Uh, hmm. and you know, if, whether or not that means he can make all the starts from here on out, or if they have to push him to the bullpen in September and he becomes a, a high leverage option potentially out of that pen. It's, it's a big deal to get, to get him back in your, uh, in your, on your pitching staff. All right. So we're going to talk about the six man rotation, what we think about all of that in just a moment. But first a reminder, this episode of the locked on Mariners podcast is brought to you by sleeper. Want the chance to win more money with less picks? Well, head on over to sleeper where you can win up to a hundred times your money on just two or more fantasy baseball picks. All you have to do is choose two or more players. They like and select more or less on their stats, like home runs, strikeouts, hits more, get your picks right. And you can win big. Making your picks is easy and takes only 30 seconds or less. And if you win, you can withdraw your payouts safe and quickly. 
and use promo code locked on that's l-o-c-k-e-d-o-n and you'll get up to a hundred dollars matched on your first deposit terms and conditions apply see sleepers terms of use for details currently operational in over 30 states check out sleeper today and you're listening to the Locked On Mariners podcast. Thank you again for making us your first listen. Again, you can catch the Mariners and the Astros starting tonight and over the course of the weekend on the Mariners' hometown broadcast with SiriusXM via the SXM app, as always. Uh, so the six-man rotation. I'll I'll start here. Um, just my own personal opinion on it, and I, I believe that you and I are both on the same wavelength here, Colby. Uh, I don't like the idea in general because... In practice, you are essentially taking one, maybe two starts out of the hands of Luis Castillo or George Kirby or Logan Gilbert, whatever, and putting that in the hands of Emerson Hancock, who is just, you know, I like Emerson Hancock, but he's he's a worse pitcher than those guys, right? And look, this has benefits in October, right? With guy or potentially has benefits in October with guys being a little bit more rested and a little more spread out. But you have to get to October. And I just feel like this is not necessarily putting the Mariners rotation in the best spot to help you get to October. So, again, I, I, I think you feel the same way, Colby. But what are your overall thoughts on the six-man rotation? Yeah, not a fan. Um, I, I think, you know, there, there's some a pretty common refrain I've seen over, you know, since it was announced. Uh, a couple days ago uh, was that, well, you know, the Astros went to a six man rotation towards the end of last year for a little while and, and their arms were fresher as a result. And that's great. And if the Mariners were in the same position as the Astros were last year, then they absolutely should. But right now the Mariners are essentially tied for the last playoff spot. Uh, and I don't think it's a good formula to give Luis Castillo, George Kirby and Logan Gilbert, the ball less uh, especially when it means giving the ball to Emerson Hancock um, and Brian Wu, who was well past his career high in innings pitched, giving it to them more. So my guess is, is that the plan is during this soft part of the schedule, a theory that should be just thrown out the window. If you watch the Kansas city series um, that a couple, they're going to be like, okay, well we could probably win enough. Uh, with Hancock getting a couple starts. And, and so over the next 16 games or whatever, after the Houston series, um, we like the schedule. So we're going to take our chances on doing the six man. Then I still don't like it because again, you, you get down to the end of the day, the Mariners position in the playoffs is probably going to be decided by one or two games. And with a six man rotation, those one or two games are going to be pitched by Emerson Hancock instead of Luis Castillo, instead of, uh, you know, Logan Gilbert, instead of George Kirby. Not a fan of that. I, I I don't think you're in a good position to do that. Um, you know, it would be different if if Hancock was another Brian Wu, uh, but he's not. He's he's worse than him. He is a number five starter at best, and you're taking away you know starts from your number two, number three, and number four starters. So it just doesn't make a lot of sense to me. We'll see how exactly they deploy it. Maybe they just skip a start here and there instead of you know taking you know instead of just literally tacking Wu to the end of the rotation. Um, we'll see what they do, but I, I'm not a huge fan. Yeah, because I, I don't think that Jerry outright said it's just going to be a traditional six-man rotation. I think he said something along the lines of like it's going to be some form of a six-man rotation, something like right. that. I, uh, so I, I do wonder if that means that maybe they they skip starts or something there. So it's not just 
solely taking starts away from from their other guys but we'll 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 see my my hope would be that what he means is that six guys are going to get starts over the next few weeks it's just that you know the the four will get their normal or the yeah the four will get their normal work and then this time around we might use Hancock, which means Wu goes to the bullpen for a week and he gets, you know, a couple side, you know, a couple innings here and there out of the pen. And then the next week we'll mm-hmm. flip them and, and all that. But yeah, we'll see how they want to deploy that. But I, I, again, I am in favor. It's the same thing with, with why Julio should be hitting one or two, right? Why Gino should be hitting like, get your best guys, the most opportunities to impact your playoff race. And, and yeah. you go to a true six man rotation, you're doing the opposite of that. So I'm not a huge fan of that, uh, right. but we'll see how, how exactly they manage it and, and whether or not it's a, a true six man or if it's a this time it's it's Hancock's uh time to start and then next week it'll be woo and, and all that. So we'll see. Right. You're listening to the Locked On Mariners podcast. Thank you again for making us your first listen. Again, Astros Mariners starting tonight over the course of the weekend. You can catch all the action on the Mariners hometown broadcast, Sirius XM via the SXM app as always. Uh, so let's talk a little bit about this series. Uh, Mariners obviously coming off of one of the weirdest series they'll play all year down in Kansas City. Uh, and now they're going to face an Astros team. But did I say something weird? Did I... Was it weird? Was it? It, it was it was it was it was sloppy was it? and weird. It was sloppy okay. and weird. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like it was Kansas it was City all series, but sure. It was it was all the things. It was all the things. I thought I misspoke or something by by your reaction though. <laughs> no. Uh so they're they're gonna they're gonna face an Astros team no, no. that uh is uh stop. sure. Uh they're gonna face an Astros team that is certainly at uh more full strength than we than we've seen them in the other two matchups. Um or other three matchups. How many times have they played them? Other two matchups. Yeah, they play them one more time in Seattle at the end of the year. Yeah. Um Jordan's back, Altuve's back. All these guys are healthy. They have Justin Verlander now, but the Mariners are going to miss him. But, you know, this year we've said a lot of the times heading into series that the Mariners have the clear pitching advantage, but I don't think we can necessarily say that about this series. We got Bryce Miller going up against JP France tonight. Got Logan Gilbert against Framber Valdez tomorrow. And then on Sunday, Hunter Brown against Emerson Hancock, which is concerning. Uh, (laughs) Thoughts heading into the series, Colby? (laughs) don't get swept don't get swept and i'm pretty happy um yeah you know it's 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 a bummer because like your best guy also happens to be pitching in the series or like one of your best guys the best guy who is pitching in the series i should say is just happens to be lined up with like the cy young favorite so it's like you know it's a bit of bad luck there france kind of shut down the mares before he's had a nice year um miller and Will, miller you know it's just you're at the point now where you have no idea what you're going to get from him so it's possible he goes six and gives up you know one but it's also possible he goes three and gives up six so you just you just really don't know and and you know this is not the the kansas city bullpen you can't just sit around and and know that they'll blow it for you you have to take these games you have to play better you have to you know be a more consistent offense uh, against this pitching staff uh so yeah i think taking one of three is honestly just because of the way the pitching matchups look right now that'd be pretty good but also we know again i say this every time 
pitching matchups don't mean anything because all it takes is for one guy to struggle and all of a sudden the entire series gets tilted on its head. So we'll, I mean, I don't know, maybe Hancock goes out there and, and he goes, you know, five and a third of, of one hit baseball. Who knows? Like that's the most he could do because, you know, he's Kyle Gibson, but um <laughs> I will get here. I will get on here on this show on Monday. If he throws five innings of one hit ball, mm-hmm. I am going to drag you so hard. I'm going cool. to rake you over the coals. You think Kyle Gibson's ever thrown five innings of one hit ball? I bet he has. But uh, just look that up. <laughs> I mean, I you're, you're the, the stat head guy. To stat head, I go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but uh, yeah, pitching matchups not great. Um, you don't think I'm doing nice. it, don't you? Huh? I'm doing it. You don't think I'm doing it, don't you? No, I, I know it. you are. I just I'm pretty confident <laughs> that he's that Kyle Gibson has had a good five inning start in his career. Sure. Sure. Um, so yeah, it, it's I think one of the interesting things here uh, that may or may not matter. Uh, but if you win this series, if you take two or three, you'll have clinched the season series against Houston, um, mm-hmm. which you know could matter in terms of tiebreaker. I, I do think that you know thinking that you're going to catch Houston is a little silly. Uh, it's not impossible. Certainly not. But I think it's, you know, focus on Toronto. Uh, but yeah, if you, if you went two or three here, you can't secure that season's uh, series. I think you're, I could be wrong. You're five and two. If I'm remembering this correctly, you play every, you play every team in your division 13 times. Is this sounding right to you, Ty? Mm-hmm. Yep. So yeah, if you win two of these three, then you've clinched the the season series, which means you clinch the tiebreaker against them too, which would give you the tiebreaker against the two teams that you are most closely in competition with for a playoff spot. So uh, that would be a, a nice little bonus, but uh, yeah, you're going to have to hit. I think you're going to have to score some runs uh, in Houston. Um, you know, I, I don't think it's fair to expect Julio to Greg Jennings, the club again this weekend. Uh, so, you know, somebody mm-hmm. else is going to have to step up. I would love for it to be Gino. He had a, a kind of a weird couple, uh, final games down there in Kansas city. Um, you know, Cal Raleigh is certainly a guy who's capable of carrying the, the, the load a little bit. Um, but yeah, I, I think somebody besides Julio, uh, needs to step up, uh, besides Cal needs to step up. Uh, I, my guy, my preference would be for it to be Gino, but I really don't care. Uh, who it is just as long as they do. It could be Gino, it could be Teo, uh, it could be Ty, who's, you know, 0 for 5 on, on uh, Thursday, but hit a grand slam in every ballpark in baseball, except for the one he was playing in, in one at bat. Three so, hard hit balls. Yeah. 0 for so, 5. I mean, Ty, Crazy. Yeah, Ty's locked in. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I just, I think you need one more guy. Um, and then we'll see what this battered bullpen can do in the late innings against Jordan, against Altuve, against you know tucker and and so we'll see how they, they no, no. It. Taylor, taylor saucedo is smoking Jordan at some point in this series i'm gonna call it right now i mean i i'd, I'd feel better about saying that about gabe spire just because the slider's a little better but um it, we know that we know that regardless of who it is scott will always go to the right or will always go to the lefty to face Jordan. even though Jordan's situations like yeah. better against lefties but whatever we, we don't need I to mean, talk about that Sure, Matt Brash is ready to go year. against Jordan, but when you have to, when you have Gabe Spire, no, the, the 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 play there is probably uh, Topa, right, against Jordan late in game because the the pitch moves away from him, the two seamer. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of what you want. You want something that moves away from him because anything that yeah. moves in on him, I mean, I don't know. You throw the pitch four feet outside, he'll probably hit it over that stupid little <laughs> yeah. wall. Yeah, so just walk him. 
I'd much rather face, you know, yeah. Alex Bregman. But we, we, we know that they're not going to walk him. No, we know not. that they're not going to walk him. No. If they were going to walk him, they would have done this last year. Um, yeah. This is our first I'm, time seeing you. I'm not sure year, what right? you're referring to, Ty. What I'm not even year? I'm not even talking about that game, right? I'm just talking about in yeah. general last yeah, year. No. Yeah. I mean, uh, they, they walked Judge earlier this year to bring up the winning run. So I mean, we'll see. Uh obviously, you know, with the guys like Otani, with guys like Jordan, it's really more about containment than it is shutting down. Yeah. Uh so yeah, I, I think, you know, again, offense needs to step it up here. They if the Mariners are going to win this series, it's going to be because they scored five, six, seven runs a game. Um, because I just I don't trust the pitching right now, which is very weird to say, but I don't trust the the two two of the three guys going in this. I think uh, that's more I think that's more Kansas City weirdness just overall with the pitching staff rather than like an indication talking, of where the pitching staff is. I'm talking about like how two of the three guys who are starting games in the series, I have uh, no idea what they're going to do. True, true. Yeah. Like I don't know how Miller's going to look. I have I have an idea of Han- how Hancock's going to look and it's not good. But By the way, I have the numbers. I pulled them up. Kyle <laughs> okay. Gibson. Kyle Gibson in 10 years of pitching in major league baseball only has two five plus innings pitched with just one hit allowed. Uh, he did it both in 2018, once against the Yankees, once against the Orioles. However, he walked three guys in one of those games and walked five in the other one. So what you're saying is, is that even Kyle Gibson has had five, five inning outings where he's getting up one hit. Now he did strike out 10 Yankees batters. Yeah, I'm going to say Emerson Hancock ain't doing that. But uh, four strikeout no. game, Golden Sombrero for Jordan Alvarez, Kyle Tucker against Emerson Hancock. Sure, I mean Lock works it for down. me. Works for me. Do not go to FanDuel and bet on that. I, this is not <laughs> betting advice. No, yeah, you guys have this idea that like when guys I think are pretty bad do well, I'm mad about it. Oh no, he's you best. sure showed me Emerson Hancock through seven shutout innings against the Astros. Oh no, he 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 is pissed, and you absolutely should dunk on him. <laughs> you can't dunk on me. You, you, I'd have to care for you to dunk on me. So I mean Mariners Twitter kind of Dominique Wilkins to you yesterday. And how many of that did how much of that did I care about? But so yeah, you're you're gonna need to score runs in this series. Yeah. You need to score runs. We need to see a very similar offense to what we saw in, in Kansas City. Um now some of that is obviously because Kansas City's pitching staff is terrible, but yeah, you're, you're probably good. gonna need I mean, like just looking at this lineup right now, especially without JP, without Jared, without Tom Murphy, you're probably gonna need another big series out of Julio in order to win this series. Um, especially with the you know, with the pitching matchups the way that they are. Like I would feel a lot better if George Kirby or Luis Cassio were starting at least one of these games. Yeah. I mean, you know, to be fair, they, they did jump on uh Hunter Brown last time they faced him. So yeah. Yeah. He hasn't had a great year. No, he's got like, good stuff. Yeah. You know, he's, he he's has certainly really good capable. stuff, but he's not, but he hasn't had the year that I, I think a lot of people expected him to, uh, in his he's, first year in the rotation. Like, yeah. Maybe he goes seven scoreless. Maybe you get him out after four and he gives up five runs and yeah. eight hits. You know, we just, but again, I, I, I'd feel better if like Logan Gilbert was pitching that game <laughs> instead of, yeah. you know, Hancock, yeah. right? It's, it's not, yeah. It's not so much like who you're throwing out there, it's who you're throwing them against. Yeah. And like your best shot between these three guys to get like seven scoreless innings is obviously Logan Gilbert. 
Yeah. And he just so happens to be, you know, opposed opposing the, like the arguably the best pitcher in the American league this year. So it's just, yeah. it's a bummer uh, that that's how that worked, but Hey, you know what? Sometimes it'd be like that. Yeah. I have no idea what's going to happen in the series, to be honest with you. I, I think I have a, a general idea, but uh, I would love to be proven wrong and I'd love to be surprised. And Hey man, if they win the series, things look pretty interesting just gonna say because they are what three and a half back of the astros right now in the wild card standings and the division technically uh three i think is it just three three flat so yeah if they, uh, if they sweep the astros i'm just learning no, it's, it's it's three and a half three and a half yeah, yeah if they sweep the and, astros fine but come on come on son yeah and what they they need two more wins to win the season series against the astros correct yep so yep. yeah they could win the se- season series this weekend if they want to so and i mean to. yeah if they want to it's <laughs> clearly it's a lack of if the, if, the, if, if, if the baseball gods are, are willing if they should so smile upon the yeah. hometown 26 right from the pacific northwest then yes they right. can they can win this series uh win the season series um yeah i mean just don't get swept don't get back the gains that you you got in kansas City. So, yeah don't don't get swept don't get swept please all right that's gonna do it for our show thank you so much for joining us here on the locked on mariners podcast for colby patnode i'm tidy gonzalez be sure to give us a follow on twitter at lo underscore mariners you can follow me at dane gonzalez it's d-a-n-e-g-n-z-l-z and colby at cpat 11 that's cpat 11 follow us on instagram and tiktok as well over at locked on mariners that's one word locked on mariners you can also find all that stuff in the description of this episode thank you again for making us your first listen have yourself a beautiful baseball day and we'll see you next time peace